Welcome to the Pause Purpose Play podcast with me, Michaela Thomas, clinical psychologist, couples therapist, and founder of The Thomas Connection. I help high-striving busy people let go of the pressure of perfection to create more joy, connection, and compassion in their lives. On this podcast, we promote balance of a burnout through giving you the permission to pause, the curiosity to find your purpose, and the courage to play. In this episode, I'll talk about how busyness kills productivity and how flexibility saves it through softening shoulds into coulds. You know what, the most common thing I hear from my clients is this, I'm really busy. Brene Brown, who's a researcher from the US, she talks about how we live in a society where busyness and exhaustion is seen as a status symbol. And, you know, you look like you're really productive if you're busy and rushed off your feet, right? So I want to challenge you gently on that one, my friend, because how productive are you if you're feeling overwhelmed? Think back to times over the past few weeks when you've had loads on your to-do list. How efficient have you been at getting things off your to-do list? I tend to get two kinds of answers here, as you can imagine. Sometimes people tell me, very, as in, I'm very efficiently taking things off, getting stuff done. Or they tell me, not at all, as in, I'm getting stuck in procrastination or avoidance and I'm not getting anything done when you feel overwhelmed. Let's start with the first part here, of those of you who are the finishers. So, it goes like this. Bish, bash, bosh, Bob's your uncle, job done. You are swiftly moving through your day like, I don't know, MacGyver on speed, completing your tasks, conjuring up solutions to your problems, thinking, I don't need a break, I just need to get this one thing done on my to-do list. Okay, I say to my clients. Tell me how you're feeling at the end of the day when you've been in that hyper-productivity state of mind. Well, I get two kinds of answers here too, generally. Either I get, I feel really accomplished, but really wired, struggling to switch off. Because you know what, speed has that sort of effect on you. Or I get, I'm exhausted and worn out and spent. Because you know what, the come down after a hyperactive phase is really mean. You can even feel low and hopeless afterwards. It's almost like crash and burn. So if you are a finisher and you are getting things done, but at a pace which is unsustainable long term, without any adequate breaks, you are likely to either struggle to come down from the high or you'll come down hard. Crash and burn. So that brings us to the second category of people. The avoiders. The procrastinators. The put offers, the postponers, the hiders, the I'm just gonna us. So they are the ones that who at the end of the day look at their accomplishments and feel bad and might even beat themselves up for not having got anything done. And most often exaggeration by the way. They mainly haven't got as much done as they had planned rather than having got anything done. Either they planned in too much and got overwhelmed so they didn't start at all Or they started but they couldn't possibly finish as the amount of tasks that they planned to do was completely unrealistic in the time they had. So they get caught up in this all or nothing thinking. Almost like, well I've done nothing all day today, I'm so lazy. It's a very common statement I hear. 
The truth is that they get so overwhelmed by what they plan to do or what they have already have been doing that they struggle with motivation and don't get going. And this is especially true for those of you who cycle between finishing every task to finishing very few tasks. Sometimes this pattern is referred to as boom and bust. So if you are a finisher, working very hard, doing everything without stopping, rushing around being productive, that leads to fatigue and busting yourself so that you struggle to do so much at all for a period of time afterwards. It's all or nothing, people. Black or white. No room for flexibility. Okay, so let me bring you back here for a moment. Because no doubt you were attempting some sort of weird ninja multitasking feat of trying to do a bunch of things whilst you're listening. Perhaps you were mentally checking out of the conversation because you are so quote-unquote busy. So come back and listen here, this is important. If you want to be more productive, if you want to be taking more consistent action and actually finishing projects and tasks on your to-do list, you need to find a sustainable pace. And that involves being flexible with yourself rather than following rigid rules. So less should and more could. So let's, let's spell that out for you. So I should finish everything on my to-do list today or I've not been productive. Versus I could finish everything on my to-do list today, but I will probably feel exhausted at the end of the day and not have anything left to give to other things which matter to me, like family, friends, health, well-being. And tomorrow, I'm likely to have busted myself, so I won't be able to concentrate and focus then. The first one is quite snappy, right? And the second one is a longer sentence, and that's because it holds more grayscale and flexibility. So I want you to think about this for a moment. What are the shoulds you can soften into a could? And how do you see productivity in your day-to-day? Maybe you're getting caught up in this Productivity mindset where you think you constantly have to be busy to be doing something. It's not true, my friend. Research shows us that if you are able to take adequate breaks, if you're able to sustainably work through a pace that works for you, you're less likely to burn out and actually more likely to be successful in your endeavors. So what do we do with all of this then? If we establish that productivity isn't being helped by busyness. So running around and being as busy as you possibly can, like a headless chicken, isn't going to help you be more productive. So what can you do? Well, I'm going to give you three quick tips. Obviously not going to solve everything for you, but it gives you a head start. So three things you can do today would be to be curious about how many breaks you take in the day and what you actually do in those breaks. Because Newsflash, scrolling on your phone is not a mental or physical break. Step number one, to be curious about your breaks. Step number two is to explore any rigid rules you might have around productivity, any shoulds or musts, and see how you can make them more flexible by softening them into a could. You could finish everything on your to-do list or you could leave some tasks for tomorrow. And then lastly, the third step to think about tuning into your energy levels more frequently on a daily basis to see if you need to slow down your pace or if you need to actually speed up a bit if you're getting caught up in procrastination. And that will help you coming into a sustainable pace that sits in between boom and bust. And I'm gonna use a cliche here 
because cliches exist for a reason. They often capture a common human experience. And I'm going to say it right now, and you're probably going to frown or look a bit annoyed. But it really is true that less is more. So when you do less, you function more effectively with the things you do engage yourself in. When you do more than you are capable of, it's almost like you're over-promising and under-delivering. So do think of this cliche. Less is more. If you've enjoyed this episode, this sort of tidbit into productivity and busyness, then tune into the next few episodes as well, because we're going to talk a lot more about worth and about being enough, because that's a big culprit, feeding, overworking, busyness and overachieving. So stay tuned for the next episode with Amanda Leto, which is going to be focused on this very topic of being enough. If you have enjoyed this episode, I would appreciate it if you would get in touch with me and tell me so. You can drop me an email on info at thethomasconnection.co.uk to let me know what you liked, what you don't like and what you want to see more of. This podcast is for you, so I really want to hear from you. And as per usual, do your best at being kind to yourself. This episode of the Pause Purpose Play podcast was presented by me, Michaela Thomas, and you can find me on thethomasconnection.co.uk. And because great work rests on having a great team, this episode was kindly edited by Emily Crosby Media.